0: this is dynasty portfolio weekly hosted by scott connor welcome back onto the trading floor for another episode of dynasty portfolio weekly and this week we are talking leverage trading last week's show we talked about anti-leverage trading and the situations where it may apply in today's dynasty landscape but today we're going to focus on leverage trading i've talked a lot about this in the past we'll go through some specific examples but i want to start with the definition of leverage the exertion of force by means of a lever or an object in the manner of a lever to be used to your advantage to maximize strength, to maximize profit, borrowed capital for an investment, expecting the profits to be made greater than the interest payable. So, a lot of definitions of leverage where you can imagine it may apply to dynasty. And here's how I've always defined it in dynasty it's a very easy concept to understand. The idea of an 80-40 deal. And the example that I can use with that is you're trading one single piece that adds up to a hundred, a dollar. You're getting back two pieces that add up to a dollar 20, 80-40. You get an 80 cent piece and a 40 cent piece back. So you're getting more total value. However, what we know about Dynasty is it's not about total value. It's about value in your given lineup in your given league value that you can actually realize some sort of production, some fantasy points on a weekly basis. So if you think about it, where would the leverage be in a deal like that? And we'll focus first on the 80 part. The 80 part is going to be where you are going to make your leverage bet. That is where you are going to say, all right, I'm getting an asset here that is slightly less valuable than the one I'm trading away, but it's close enough To where the range of outcomes is, it may be able to replace one to one the asset that I traded away. That's the 80%. The 40% piece, and I hate to even use percentages because it's really not correct. It's more like 80 cents to a dollar and 40 cents to a dollar. But the 40 cents is just the extra piece. It's the piece that I'm getting for free thrown in as kind of the sweetener in the deal. I'm probably not banking on that, doing anything close to what the 100 percent piece or the $1 piece or the 80 cent piece is doing. That's not the intent. The intent is that is just an extra piece thrown in that I'm going to be able to use later for maybe something less. So let's give a real life dynasty example. I have a wide receiver. I have a receiver that is currently the wide receiver 25 on keep trade cut. And I'll actually look up who that is to give everybody the example, just so you can put names to this actual concept. So if you look at the current wide receiver landscape you go to wide receiver 25 right now and you get the name t higgins now you can debate up and down whether you like t higgins whether you think he's overvalued whether you think he's undervalued etc but i actually think he's a pretty good name for this exercise so let's assume here t higgins wide receiver 25 that represents the side you are trading away that is your one dollar piece that is your 100 percent of the trade piece that you're giving away you're now Looking at something like the Trinity Tracker, DestinationDevi.com, you can get access to the Trinity Tracker uh, through the subscription to the website. But use something like the Trinity Tracker and you go, all right, I'm pretty okay betting that T. Higgins kind of fits in that second, third tier of receivers. He's not going to crack the top 10, but he's probably got a pretty good chance if he's healthy to crack the top 30. So he fits in that large group of receivers where I'm just saying, these are threshold guys. I need these guys. These are what I call innings eater receivers. I need them, but I don't have to have them, especially I don't have to have the higher-end ones in this range. So you take a guy like T. Higgins, and then you go a little bit further down in the dynasty landscape, and you arrive at a name, let's use wide receiver 35, Christian Watson. Christian Watson, probably a little more concerned than T. Higgins, less excitement, than T. Higgins, given that he's on Green Bay. They have a lot of receivers. Whereas T. Higgins, he's on Cincinnati. Some people like that, but a lot of people like the fact that he could be on a new team. So there's excitement for that. There's also a little extra trade value in that. Keep Trade Cut has him at wide receiver 25. I've argue he's probably a little bit higher. People like the guy. So all those things that go into his value compared to Christian Watson. Then you look at the Trinity Tracker. Then you look at the war for your league, and you go, you know what? these guys probably occupy a very similar space on my team. They probably occupy a very similar spot to how I'm roster constructing. They're my wide receiver five, wide receiver six, wide receiver seven. Optimally, the further down, the better, right? But they occupy a similar spot. So all I'm doing right now is making a bet that they occupy the same spot. They give me similar war. They give me similar production for that spot, my third receiver, my first or second flex. And that's where you create a leverage trade. What can I get on top of Christian Watson to give T Higgins? What type of deal can I make? So we'll pull up the trade calculator on keep trade cut. We'll throw in T Higgins. And I usually use the super flex tight end premium plus. So just the tight end premium option, nothing extreme, but we'll just throw in those two names, Christian Watson, T Higgins Christian Watson has a value of 37.49 on keep trade cut, T Higgins 51.79. So a pretty significant gap for only 10 spots from wide receiver 25 to wide receiver 35. So what can I get back? Example, what can I add to even the trade? And keep trade cut does a pretty good job of calculating the fact that a lot of leagues are start nine, start 10, start 11, So it's not that the two for one is always optimal because a lot of times the second piece, if it's outside of your lineup or outside of the range where you may put it in your lineup, it's devalued. It's not the actual piece value that you see on the site. So there's a little bit of a makeup there for the fact that most people are playing in start nine, start 10, start 11 leagues. So we'll throw in a 25 mid-second. And right there, that deal still favors the T Higgins side by just a little bit so we'll aim even higher. The suggestion they have on here is pick 208, so we'll throw the pick 208 into the deal. Almost a dead even trade. We're talking about within a half a percent, that trade is now even. That is a leverage trade. That is example of a leverage trade, and wide receivers are the perfect spot where you can do leverage trades, and it's really going through, looking at something like keep trade cut, looking at the Trinity tool, looking at your roster construction, and figuring spots where, especially if you're a portfolio player, this is something I do very frequently, and honestly, I don't probably do it enough, but I will go through and go, all right, I know this range of player is a great spot to do a leverage trade, to get back a free second round pick. Now, I don't look at that 208 or that 25 second is what player I'm going to get there. I look at that as what asset do I now have to use elsewhere the goal being buy something useful later a player add it to a deal to get a player buy a couple spot starts during the season again if i'm betting t higgins and christian watson have similar war or similar spot in terms of how i'm roster constructing i'm willing to just live with the range of outcomes one versus the other but i'm getting that 80 percent on the christian watson side And it's almost just artificial community likability value that's separating the two. When you look at their range of outcomes and you go, as long as I'm starting both of them, they're probably very similar. So it's taking advantage and converting some of that fake value into something that you can use later. So now I've banked an extra second. So I go through my portfolio and I go, who else do I have in the range where I can make that work? I have a lot of Zay Flowers in my portfolio. I have a lot of Jordan Addison in my portfolio. Those are two names like T. Higgins that are still kind of riding on the fact that they're young. People like them. You can trade them. There's a deal like this to be had on those guys. Jaden Reed. I have a decent amount of Jaden Reed. Go a little bit higher. Brandon Ayuk, Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, DK Metcalf. I have a decent amount of those guys. Now, those guys are good, but I'm also like, can I pivot inside this big cluster and that's where something like the Trinity Tracker comes in. You can literally go through and look at this. You can look at Trinity score versus keep trade cut and figure out who's a little overvalued. Maybe their demand is a little artificial. Maybe they're a deal. Maybe these are the guys I want to tear up to or tear down to. We're not talking tearing up here. We're talking tearing down when you're really not losing anything if you're roster constructing in this type of range. There's other positions you can do this with. Running backs. This week's Destination Dynasty, I just released an episode talking about running backs. There's a ton of running backs that are kind of at the bottom of the landscape. They're just afterthoughts. They're just bodies. But I want those guys. There's guys that are in the same range, production-wise or worse, that actually have some value. I mentioned a name on there, Tank Bigsby. Tank's Bigsby actually has some value. Why? He probably shouldn't because he was awful last year. But he's the type of player where I could probably tear off of him for two of the names I mentioned in the show. That's a leverage trade. He's a body. He's the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th running back on my any running back on a 53 build. I can get two of them for him. Hell, I might even be able to get three of them for him. I might be able to get two bodies and a fourth for Tank Bigsby. Turn that fourth into another running back body. Boom. I've done a three for one. When the reality is they are all, whether the three I get or the one tank Bigsby, they are all just, hopefully I can use them one time. So why not pull trades like this when you can take advantage of the fact that a lot of people in Dynasty are not playing in a portfolio. This is where portfolio and leverage goes hand in hand. Why can I leverage trade? Because I have a portfolio to balance. Why can I leverage trade? Because I have a lot of teams that are focused on structure and roster construction. So I don't care as much for a lot of the artificial value. I'm willing to fade that if I can get free assets that can help me win later or help me get production later. So that's where the power of the portfolio, the power of roster construction comes in because you're doing this dozens of times. It's not one bet of T Higgins for Christian Watson in a second, it's 10 bets. One with T. Higgins, two with Zay Flowers, two with Jordan Addison, one with Rasheed Rice, one with DJ Moore, one with DK Metcalf, two with Jackson Smith and Jigba. You get the approach. The idea is to do these a lot. Do 50 of them. And I promise you, some of them are going to work out in your favor, where you just get the better player. But you're also protecting yourself by getting the leverage. You can call it insurance, you can call it leverage, you can call it 80-40, whatever you want, but it's a way to increase assets. If you have one of these teams, where you look at it and you go, I'm asset poor, I don't have a lot of flexibility. I don't have a lot of extra seconds, thirds in the future that I can use to buy spot starts, but I also have a tanked running back room. I also have a little bit of a shaky QB2 spot. Like Think about those situations. You need to find your team's You have places where you just need to create value on the team. This is the exercise to create the value. There's a time and place to go against this idea. That's the anti-leverage video from last week. But for the most part, 24-7, 365, I'm always looking at places where I can leverage trade. Rebuilding, contending, in the middle, it doesn't matter. Because I'm increasing the value that I have on my roster. I'm increasing the overall value of the assets that I have controlled by my team. So in that case, the leverage trade is almost one that always will work if you can find the right manager. You have to cast a wide net. Again, that's why a portfolio and having some sort of number of teams to fall back on makes the most sense. Because there's going to be leagues you can't get that price for T Higgins, but you could for Zay Flowers. Another league, you can't get it for Zay Flowers, but you could for T Higgins. You have to be able to cast a wide net. And it's more about the process of leverage trading versus the specific examples I gave. So I use player names as examples, but go through your team, especially your teams where you say, I need to create value here. I can't just create it out of nowhere. I don't have a lot of players to liquidate. Hey, I need a couple seconds and thirds, but I don't really have anything to sell for seconds and thirds. Because a lot of times if you're roster constructing in a way, I don't want to sell single players for a single pick. Guess what? That isn't a leverage trade. Sure, there's players I want to get rid of. Sure, I'll take a third. Maybe I'll take a second here. But generally, players that I've already wanted or had because of my roster construction, the last thing I want to do is just sell them one for one, unless the goal is to liquidate. If it's not, there's players where I go, I kind of like that player, Josh Downs. I kind of like Josh Downs as maybe a threshold receiver. But all I can get is two-thirds. Is that a leverage trade? Maybe depending on what you can do with the thirds. But let's say the best deal I get is the 210. It's a one-for-one one bet. There's no leverage. It's a 50-50 bet for me. I'm not creating any value there unless the value is the flexibility that you're getting. And that's a whole nother topic where we'll talk about flexibility and liquidity. But leverage trading, look it up, go to your team, see where you maybe need to add some value without really having to disrupt your roster construction. Leverage trading is a great way to do it. So check out everything over at DestinationDevy.com. That's where you can find the Trinity Tracker. Sign up for the Destination 5 tier. You'll get access to the Discord with all of the tools. Also, patreon.com backslash where you can find access to the Discord and the bonus content that we do there. Subscribe and like the video. Like the channel here on Destination Devi, along with the podcast feed that we have that's going daily. So appreciate everybody, and we're out for the week.